right. So uh, you guys find yourself uh, outside of the mine. Uh, Donnie's inside, uh, completely unconscious, uh, doesn't know what's going on. All the doors are closed to get back into the mine, but outside the mine, it is just kind of a wasteland. There is carnage out there from the uh, interaction with the map uh, that Donnie was doing. And there's that brand new castle that is uh, now been dropped on the other side of the chasm and that had crushed the entire army beneath it as it was dropped. So remember there was that horrific sound that uh, was all of those uh, military guys just being crunched and, and screaming and, you know, just destroyed all at once. And uh, so Brank pretty much locked you out there because he's kind of been really paranoid and he's kind of freaked out a bit about opening up the the gates to the mine, even though it seems pretty obvious that it's safe out there now. Uh, but as you know, you found Aniston out there and Aniston um, wandered up uh, naked as usual and completely, uh, you know, in a stupid normal form uh, that you met him in. And uh, he's basically uh, out there uh, with you guys in the carnage and you're locked out of the mine. And Aniston's like, uh, so what well, where are my friends where do you where do we go now uh i'm I'm hoping to get back in there in this uh cave here that I came out of, but I'm having a little problem getting through the door oh okay, so camping i mean uh, we got a nice new home apparently i i it's a possibility but do you have anything, uh, do you still have your sword? Or no, wait, the door is like stone, isn't it? It's not yeah, like Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, ah, uh, right. it's really, like, uh, impenetrable. Like, remember, they, the army, uh, they were, um, they were pounding against it for, like, quite a while to try to even break through. But this was like an ancient dwarven mine that was also kind of like their grand hall and all that stuff. And, uh. So that was like the uh, the Hall of Titus Bramark or whatever. So they, you know, it was like this incredibly impenetrable, famously impenetrable fortress that you guys, the resistance, used as a shelter. Hell yeah! But even like the side door that I'm at is like yeah, the side door too, because otherwise the army would have busted through there. The side door is probably yeah. more impenetrable than the main gate. The main gate has been damaged now, uh, and you oh, could okay. probably see through it in spaces where there's cracks and stuff, but it still is not like it's going to move. I'm guessing the side entrances were like hidden from the outside. Like it looked like just stone and it just kind of like, it's like a single door for a single dwarf basically to fit through. So it's a very, very thick and very small entrance. So it makes it a lot more, a lot stronger. But uh, as you're talking to Aniston, suddenly uh, he kind of gets this different look on his face again, and you feel like he is now kind of back to his other personality. Uh, and so when he talks now, it sounds like this. Compatriots! Uh-oh. Eh, wait, uh, wait no, I you're f- not honestly there. forget. I'm not there. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, it's literal, though. Cool. Uh, Good to see you, my old friend. Glad you're here to help us with the efforts. Oh. You're back, not the other one. All right. Uh, hey, yeah, welcome back. Good seeing you again. I see you're still naked. Good work on that. Is there any other way to be? I mean, with a body like that, I can't blame you. Uh, as you can see, we got a nice new castle over yonder, and we also got the sweet hideout to pick your poison, if you will. Are we having trouble getting into the hideout, Koo? Yeah, the, we had a buddy of ours, he's kind of gone and got a little nutty and locked me out. Well, what's your plan? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, wasn't my plan to come out here in the first place, so I'm kind of shit out of luck plan-wise. Alright, well uh, then, to the castle! Yeah, I mean, the army's gone, I've, eh, why not? Where's the rest of my resistance fighters? Uh, they're in that cave that they won't let us back into. Okay, on to the castle. Fair enough. 
We'll head off towards the okay. newly newly formed castle, coated in what I assume Empire blood. <laughs> so yeah, the uh, the the chasm has some kind of makeshift walkways that were built across it by the attacking army. So you kind of meander across that. Uh, there are some wounded folks just laying around, kind of moaning in pain. Uh, there is crushed machinery. There's all sorts of like burning piles of just debris and stuff like that. And up at the castle, uh, as you get closer to it, at the base of the castle, there is just a like a huge meat moat of of human <laughs> debris and just oh. just smushed person. Uh, it's all blood and 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 meat that's just been squished through uh, the earth and the uh, castle and the castle and the earth where they meet. Uh, it was it landed on uh, stone and it kind of smashed the stone down and unfortunately between the castle and the stone were a bunch of people and so all of those people were killed instantly. And uh, the castle has a. A nice big entrance to it, uh, like a big front gate and a drawbridge, and that is already down. By the way, Meat Moat is my Guar cover band. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um, well, I gotta say, I love the smell of squished man meat in the morning. <laughs> huh. I'm uh, <laughs> much more unsettled by that sentence. With you being naked and all. Uh, but yes, I agree. The Empire, uh, who, I guess in... I guess us going back in time messed with history as we know it. And because of that, this Empire formed up. And I guess they're all dead now, so... Well, at least this army. We might run into others. I don't know. But we need to be prepared... So maybe I should find some armor, but probably not. Eh. I mean, you're still invincible, right? And I just, like, try to punch him, like, a little quick jab at his shoulder. Yeah, and you don't even feel a thing. It's, yeah, as if no one, as if a a slight breeze blew by. It's getting chilly. (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. It's getting a little turtly out here. Uh, yeah, we gotta let's stop. We have to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, let's go I don't have any way to... Yes, let's go inside. I, I don't have any, like, magic paper to talk with them. Do I? So, yeah, no. you, uh, you walk into the, uh, you walk inside of the castle and you notice that the inside of the castle, it's a little bit weird. Like, all the furniture and uh, fixtures and everything is, like, a slightly off, uh, because this castle was modeled at a very, very, very small level and then dropped into this reality. So it kind of is like a very uh, intricate model that's been blown up by hundreds and hundreds of times. Huh. Feels like we're in a weird dollhouse. And it's completely empty. There's just like decorations and, you know, fake paintings, basically. Stuff like that. (laughs) Is it like all paintings of us in various forms? It's just like it's like Walmart picture frame holders, basically. Uh, just generic landscapes. Yes, exactly. Uh, okay. Um. Do we see any like? I mean, you said it was empty, but do we see any like clothing or armor or anything that Anderson could wear? Nope. There is not any kind of clothing or anything like that. I mean, there's, you know, there's cabinets and wardrobes and things, but they're all, like, they all are kind of non-functional. They're more decorative than anything. Huh. But the walls of the of the castle are very solid stone, and it's a very real stone castle. And it's probably about four stories high, so it's pretty huge uh, in, in, in height. Uh, alright, I try and get, I get grab Anson's attention, really. Uh, seems like we're not gonna find you any clothes in here. Uh, if you want to start looting bodies, go to Old Fashioned Kuwait. We might be able to find you something, but, uh... Well, first, when did I ever say I wanted clothing 
Get your head out of your ass. Let's head to the top so we can scout out the surrounding area and see if there's any survivors. Uh, okay. So you guys have been walking by lots of survivors in different forms of uh, injury. Like some are missing a leg here and there and uh, oh. an arm. There's people that are like bleeding from the head that are completely blind, stumbling around. Uh, there's all kinds of survivors in the area that are from that army. This is your fault, Donnie. No, I'm kidding. I mean, yeah, it's his fault we won. Yeah, that's true. It was very helpful. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just wondering if the soldiers would be able to see me or if it's like they're too far away to really get an oh, eye I mean, of they, anything. You walked right by them. You walked within oh, like okay. 20 feet of them. Like, there's some, none of them were going to do anything, though. I mean, you, you're an imposing figure by yourself. But then in addition, Aniston is walking by and he just slaughtered a whole bunch of them. So, uh, okay. No, everyone uh, is terrified of you guys. Could I scout out? Uh, can I get a uh, perception check of seeing if there's any like elite soldiers out there still, or if they're all just foot soldiers, or if the emperor himself is out there somewhere, or his tent, or any kind of um, authority figure? Well, that's pretty much exactly where the the castle was dropped right on all of the tents and the headquarters of all of the military that was remaining mm. that you know of. I mean, you know. Yeah. Some of them went and, and scaled down the chasm into the uh, to be able to try to get into the mines that way. So mm-hmm. you know, like some of them followed you guys into the prismatic lock and that whole thing. So yeah. there was some down there. There's probably some some leaders that were down there. Uh, but at this point, there's like you know, there's not really anybody that you can tell that's in charge. The leadership is completely destroyed. Ah, uh, okay. So I guess negotiating's off the table. Uh, the table don't even exist anymore. <laughs> we we crush the table. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what we should do. I I guess maybe go back to the front of the cave. And you said it was cr- there were cracks forming in it. Yeah, there's cracks that have been formed at the front gate for sure. That has been damaged by the siege machinery that the uh, that this um, this group has put together. All right, I'm wondering with my, like, uh, axe that amplifies my voice, if I could, like, yell through the door, like, so they could hear me. <laughs> uh, you could give it a shot. All right, I'll head back down and uh, start heading to the front of the cave, unless Anison has any objections, any ideas? Yeah, well, I was going to do a perception check at the top. And what are you looking for? Um, anything of note, anything that is out of the ordinary, aside from, you know, a giant castle flying out of the air and squashing an army. (laughs) A a second giant chimera that'll fuck our (laughs) shit up. Oh, no. Uh, go ahead and roll for perception. Eleven. Eleven. So you don't really notice anything out of the ordinary. I mean, the entire place is completely messed up with 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 all kinds of destroyed machinery in people's bodies and wounded folks. I mean, it's just kind of very chaotic out there. Is there any chance I see anything that can help us open the mine? Um, I mean, there's still some machinery that's not uh completely destroyed and it looks like you might be able to kind of bring it back to working condition if you worked on it for a while or something. But those machines have been working on those doors for, like, weeks. Huh. Uh, I'll point at the, like, siege weapons. Be like, uh, Anderson, let's, uh, let's remember those in case we, I can't get through to them to open the door. Duly noted. Alright, let's, uh, let's head over there, see if I can, uh, scream at them enough to open up. Alright, so you walk up there and you take your great axe out, and what do you say? Trying to think, because Laren's foot's still messed up. So I'm trying to think of who would be closest to the door to hear, and that's not Brink. Oh, who was uh, who was that other guy? Who's like the human uh, Clagan? Uh, yeah, Clagan is that is the other human leader, Clagan Gungreaves. Gun yeah, he was the one that wanted to open the doors and was kind of like on my side, or I was on his side. Yep. So, I'll just try and, like, hold hold my axe and try and yell, Clagan! 
So you do that for a little while, and there is no response. Can we hear that on the other end? Yes, you can. And Uh, and, on the uh, other end, so, Laren, you're on the other end, and uh, your foot is wounded, so you're not moving anywhere, but you're still still conscious, right? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they fashioned crutches for me, and I can still face up, so I have that in my... Because <laughs> that worked out so well last time. But you know what? If I, I'm still gonna use it, like now, I can't fucking walk around. I'll just face step everywhere. <laughs> All right. Um, but no, that's the thing. Am I? Is Clagan nearby me? If I'm not mistaken, I'm on that side of the mines, and I think he was nearby, or did he go missing? I can't recall. So exactly, Clagan but... kind of disappeared after uh, all that shit went down. That's right. And he's kind of back with the, I mean, at least he headed back to the area where the book is, where, uh, Donnie, where Donnie is, where, um, where Samael is and Brank, uh, is also kind of back and, you know, like that, that area that where like kind of the leaders were. Yeah. I want to just say, since we hear this, be like, can we let them in already? Like, I know this guy Aniston that's with him is going to help us. Uh, and so they, they, you're kind of far away from them. Oh, oh shit! Well, the yeah, leaders. just run up to the. I'm well. I guess I can't run. Yeah. Yeah. You can face step Hobble. over there, though. I will face step to make it a little quicker. So you get over there, and uh, some time has passed. I mean, and we're talking like probably about twenty five minutes or so since all the stuff went down. Mm-hmm. And uh, you notice that uh, Donnie is kind of tied to a chair, and <laughs> Clagan also uh, has now been tied to a chair. Oh. Uh, and Clagan has a uh, uh, thing over his mouth, so he can't speak. Uh, but Donnie's situation is a little bit more interesting because it looks like there are some sort of like weird semi-magical kind of system that's attached at his wrists uh, and his arms so that they're in this weird skeletal kind of uh, magical contraption that is controlling uh, that, or it looks like its purpose would be to control his body. And they have the book open in front of him and they are uh, kind of contemplating things. Uh, Samael and Brank are. Okay. Um first things first. Like Laren digests that all and um comes to one kind of conclusion. He wants to see if his ghost armor can like kind of secretly without Brank and uh Samile realizing, I wanna like try to hit myself for one damage, use the ghost armor which extends like it's like ghost reach, yep. and I wanna touch that thing that's got a hold of Donnie and try to make it so like it ungrafts him or like let's go of him or see if it has any kind of effect where I can like fuck with their magic so it like counteracts it and they no longer have control of him. I don't know if it's going to work at all but it's worth a quick shot before anything else. Alright well you try that out and you can indeed grab a hold of the uh, contraption that is holding him but it is not budging off of his arms like I said there's some magical element to it that you're not quite aware how it works. Shit. Okay. Um. Hmm. And Donnie's basically—is he unconscious or is he just like very drained? Uh, he is currently unconscious, but you can tell that he's kind of rolling his head a little bit, like he's kind of groggy, seems like he might be waking up. Okay. And Clagan. Uh, is there anything like that I can, can I roll a perception to see if there's any way I can like free Clagan? Cause I, I'm going to need help seeing how I'm hobbling around. So to free him would definitely be a stealth maneuver because he's seated very closely to where all, uh, where, where Samael and Brank are very, uh, intent on looking, which is the book and, uh, Donnie tied to the chair. All right. I'm going to try the stealth roll to free him because. It's. I really need him on my side. <laughs> All right, because we got nothing else going for us. It is a twenty-two. Okay. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, all right. So you um you're able to kind of 
use the fact that they're absorbed into the book to your advantage and you wait for a time, which does take a little bit, but you wait for the right time to uh, utilize the fact that they're distracted. And as you do, you squeeze by and walk over to Clagan. Clagan makes eye contact with you and his eyes look a little bit crazy, like, like, whoa, like he's freaked out that this is all happening right now. And you get up to him and uh, you can free him without them noticing. Uh, it's not magic. He's not magically uh, tied up or anything. It's just basic, like, you know, rope that's tied him to that chair. So you can yeah. free his uh, his legs, which are each tied to a leg of, of the chair. Uh, you can free his hands, which are tied to the arms of the chair. Uh, you can free his neck, which is also tied to the back of the chair. And you can free uh, his mouth uh, from being uh, bound and gagged so that you can talk to him. All right. I want to do all of that in succession. And then as like I get to like undoing his mouth, I'm like, gonna whisper to him although my character has a tough time whispering um <laughs> i'm gonna be like all right we need to get donnie out of here we gotta take out brank and samael and also the perfect people to help us with this are just outside the doors of the mine so first things first let's open these doors that brank doesn't want us to open all right so that's what I tell them because I think that's our best plan. Because we're, I, don't, I think we could maybe take them, but it would help to have an invincible guy on our side. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> does Sam? I mean, does uh, Clagan respond, or is he like? Just so you really kind of down? like are whispering this in his ear. I'm imagining. Yes. <laughs> yep. So sensual. So he gets he's... ASMR tingles. <laughs> uh, let me get let me get uh, three more stealth rolls from you. Damn. Ooh. 10, Mm-mm. 18, and an 11. Ooh, ooh, boy. Okay. You actually make it with that. You're fine. Oh, wow. So, luckily, uh, the there was, the, the center one was the tough one, I, I, because <laughs> that's gonna, that would, that would have been the untying of the, uh, the arms, and that's, like, right in plain view of everybody, but you were able to pull that one off kind of acting very casually while you just untied his arms. But <laughs> so you, uh, you, you, he's pretty much free now, and you whispered uh, all of that in his ear. Uh, he just kind of nods at you, and then he looks over at Semiel and uh, Brink, and then he looks up at you again, and then he looks at Brink, and he looks at you, and then he looks back at Brink, and then he holds up his hand very low, and he has all five fingers out. And then he hides one finger, hides another finger. He's down to three fingers, down to two fingers. And he's kind of looking at you and nodding. He's down to all one right. finger. He's still nodding and looking at you and then looking at Brank. <laughs> all right, so at this point, I want to face step right behind Brank and use my crutches to, like, smash him and like knock him down and then basically kind of do a wrestling move where i like lay on top of him with the crutches all right grapple him great so give a roll for a yeah let's let's do a grapple it's a cross between a grape and an apple (laughs) is that strength uh i think yes i think it's a strength roll yeah yeah oh god damn it that's a nine (laughs) oh boy uh, you do not hit Brank. You faced up right behind him, right as, uh, right as, uh, Clagan was counting down. So you did follow the order right in time. Uh, and as you materialize, you go to swing your crutch right at, uh, Brank. Brank notices at the last second and ducks out of the way as you whiff the air right where his head was. You short dwarf bastard! As that happens, Clagan now has his arms wrapped around Samael, and he's pulling him down to the ground. Uh, And they are rolling and wrestling on the ground together. Uh, Samael's trying to speak. Uh, He's trying to use items, but Clagan is kind of jamming his mouth closed the whole time. 
Okay, is there any time to react and handle Brank even though I just missed him, or is it like he going to attack me? So between you and Brank, what we're going to do is just roll for initiative. Okay. It's good known, yeah. Uh, holy shit, my initiative's 16, so I literally <laughs> what the have fuck? a 32. <laughs> yeah. That, so Brank just I feel like that's not right. 20 for initiative. So Oh what? Oh my god, that's insane. Alright, well then yeah, I literally have a 32. That's accurate. <laughs> Normally that would be great. However, Brank is kind of amazingly fast right now. <laughs> well yeah, that makes perfect sense that he would uh go before me after I just missed. Yeah, but it was still he was surprised though. So it wasn't like that paranoia a speed. Oh my god. Uh but so Brank uh swings to attack. Uh, what is your armor class? It is... 23. And Brank misses you very easily. He's just a sh- terrible shot at this point. He's trying to swing uh, a short sword at you, but it just misses like it hits the ground and scrapes and leaves like a trail of sparks. Alright, I'm trying to think if I have anything in my advantage that I could use against him, but I'm not quite sure oh the trident that has like a longer reach and i can kind of keep him at bay can i try to use the trident to sweep at his feet to like knock him down i want to kind of subdue him do uh you can do a uh targeted attack for minus four i think so go ahead and roll for that well i do have attack called spinning sweep and i wonder if that would count uh let's see it's an encounter power actually So once per encounter. Uh I rolled a thirteen total, so I mean I I'm not sure if that matters. Ugh. Total. Was it versive? Uh strength versus AC. AC. Oh dang. Yeah. Um but uh it does uh wind up connecting. Thank God. I need to get this guy down. Cause we need to let Aniston and Koo in. And so, uh roll for damage. Alright. So 1d8 plus 3. Oh, fuck. Uh, 4 damage. I'm not necessarily trying to kill him, though, either, but I do want right. to knock him down. So he just kind of, like, pop, you pop him in the nose, and he just, his head goes back a little bit, but he's not very phased at all. Can I make sure that it, like, knocked him to the ground? Um, not with that low a damage. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, so then Brank uh, counterattacks... And meanwhile, Braymark and Samuel are still rolling around on the ground. Is you mean Clagan? Oh, that's what I meant, yes. Clagan yeah. and Samuel are rolling around on the ground. Jeez, get a room, you two. Is Donnie coming too still, or is he like pretty groggy? Super groggy. It kind of, Donnie, it appears like dreamlike to you. You don't Damn. know if this is real right now. Do I have to roll like a save? Can I roll a save? Uh, to wake up faster? Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, what, 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 uh, what kind of save do you think that would be? I think, uh, constitution. Yeah, let's go with constitution. Okay. Meanwhile, Koo's outside, like, scratching in the door like a dog that wants to come in. Just, like, whimpering. Uh, that is <laughs> a 13. <laughs> Uh, so 13 works, and you are more awake now and see exactly what's going on, but you also notice that you're completely, uh, immobile based on how your arms are secured. Damn it. <laughs> hey guys, I'm back. Aww. <laughs> but yeah, you, can, uh, you can talk now. Okay. Uh, uh but Brank goes and counterattacks and rolls a critical miss. Okay. Yes. Thank God. <laughs> if you got another nat twenty, I was thinking to say Mike's fucking with us. Just... <laughs> I was like, we gonna yeah, die after today. Rolling a nat twenty and then rolling a one. Whoa, fuck, you know. <laughs> uh, oh boy, Highs this lows. is not good. Okay, so um, Brank so chops his own arm off. <laughs> Brank actually, uh, Brank actually hits uh, Samael. Uh, oh. And wait, that's not good. Uh, Why are you clapping? Severely, uh, no, Clagan's our boy. Uh, yeah, and it's just the opening that Clagan needed 
to win against Samael, basically. So he he's finishing off Samael now, and it looks like he's like going to tie him up. Uh, but Brank is still very much awake and aware and ready to fight. All right, I want to. If I get a chance, I want to take another ch- uh, uh, chance to attack him with the trident. Uh, okay, go ahead. It is your attack. Fuck! Uh-oh. It does not matter. I rolled a seven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, you miss. I mean, you are crippled, so contextually, yeah. kind of makes sense. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I'm just not the happy way about it. Your rolling is playing into the storyline very well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I yelled to Brank. I'm like, why are you doing this? We want to have these people help us. Brank is like, why are you doing this? What is wrong with you? What's We're wrong with to you? Save you're... these people. No, you're tying up Donnie and Clagan. What's that? Some shady shit. We didn't tie up Donnie. Well, then let's stop fighting. <laughs> God, now he uses diplomacy. <laughs> Wait, who, I like, uh, I'm like, wait, who tied me up? <laughs> so, Clagan steps away from Samael's body, which is completely unconscious and might be dead. It's hard to oh. tell. And he has kind of a not-so-good look in his eye. Man, we've been, we've been played. We've been playing like Stone Cold Suckers. Like well, Clagan got I mean, us. you weren't exactly played as much as you jumped to conclusions. All I know is Brank's been fucking us over left and right, so I'm <laughs> oh, automatically no. against his side. Well, Brank oh, no, basically, Brank was just against opening the doors. He just did not want those doors open because he wanted to protect everyone. <sighs> I don't like it. Clayton, I don't like it. I'm sorry, whatever just happened happened, but we need to open these doors so we can be reunited with our friends. Uh, you're saying that to Clagan? And everybody around, basically. Okay. Brank's like, if we open the doors, everyone will get in here and massacre everyone. We're already in enough rough we're in enough rough shape as it is. There's no one left. And who untied you, traitor? And he's talking to Clagan. And uh Clagan <laughs> just gestures towards you. This this one was kind enough to untie me, you fool. Yeah, I think you're on our side. I don't know what's going on, but we all need to work together. And I think the answer is let these people in the door real quick. So Clagan is like, I don't understand why you will not see this, Brank. But this this is an opportunity to use the life force of this man to change the face of this world. Donnie's going to die. And with this device, we can do it. We have the book, and we can change this world instantly to be the way that we've always wanted it to be. And then Brank is like, you're not, I don't, I just can't kill thousands and thousands of innocent people to do that. He's like, that's what always has stopped you, Brank. You're a fool, and you're a coward. These people have tried to kill us, and we have to destroy their castle. Wait. He's talking about the the empire that was attacking us, the anti-magic empire. Not our brand new castle that we just called. No, he's the one that made me put the brand new castle on the map. I I follow, yep. Yep, Yep. because he was experimenting with stuff with that book. And that was like an, a confirmation to him that, like, yeah. oh yeah, we can just use this dude's life. Yeah. Yeah, but we and we really do need to take out the guy. But I also don't want to like kill Donnie. Basically, what it comes down to that you're understanding now is kind of lit. Clagan is kind of like a Magneto, and Brank is kind <laughs> of like a Professor X right now. Oh, so they're both assholes. <laughs> Where Brank, yeah. Brank just there's there's buttholery on both sides. Brank doesn't want to be a mass murderer, but Clagan is all about being a mass murderer and just wiping out every single fucking person from the empire in order to reshape the world and feeling like for both, good, for good. However, it's going to be genocide, and also you don't get the feeling that he's using Donnie. 
uh, <laughs> in his with his consent in any way. It's or like prudently. He's just using Donnie's body, and he doesn't care if he drains it completely of life. Sounds like a nice girlfriend. Of mine. I'm rogue right now. I am rogue in X one. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Larry Good luck with really that, Larry. doesn't know how to feel about any of this. Like really coming to this conclusion, it's just like fuck. Well, I kind of shit. I just untied the guy. Now I want to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you should have slipped a dagger into his throat instead. Uh yeah, but that's what I mean. I don't necessarily want to do that. I do think we need to take out the the kingdom and the empire but it sounds like we just basically destroyed most of their army so i think we're in pretty good shape we can probably call it a day well um, you and not destroyed kill. all of the army that was sent there to attack you so you don't you don't okay. know how vast their army is it's an empire so i'm gonna assume it's bigger than just one collective yeah you get the feeling that this was just the tip of the spear all right speaking of spears i'm gonna well it's actually a trident I'm gonna... <laughs> Speaking of three-pronged spears... So, like, uh, Brank and Clagan are kind of both looking at you as to what to do next. And it's kind of like they're waiting for you to pick a side, but Clagan kind of thinks that you're on his side, although he's not quite sure. Because he just untied... Or you just untied him, but he kind of feels that you are hesitant now and has the idea that you're maybe not on his side anymore. All right, with that knowledge, and I kind of see that in his eyes, I am going to just try to be an actor and just be like, you know what, Frank? <laughs> He's really got the right idea. We got to take out this king and his army. It'll be the last thing we do with this book. And then we could we bring magic back to the land and really do some good for once after all we've done wrong. You know us. So... <laughs> Yes, I think, boy. and and yes. as long as Donnie's okay with it, I only am okay with this if Donnie's okay with it, and if he's not, it's not happening. And Donnie, you cannot move your arms, and you are bound in this contraption that is like it is controlling your every movement. Um, I'm not, I'm not exactly on board with mass genocide. <laughs> you just Already did cool. some; it was okay. <laughs> Yeah, He's there's a, a difference between destroying a mobilized army and destroying, like, women and children in their homes. I, I, I'm i not... You catch sight of a list on a piece of paper that has, like, it has, like, 25 page numbers and a bunch of different coordinates. And this basically looks like the kill list that was left there by Clagan before they caught him trying to fuck with you. So it looked like he was going to be going through this 20, I mean, 25 pages. That's a lot of pages on that book, in that book. And you might be taking out entire cities. You don't know what Brank means by genocide. Clayton was bullied in high school, wasn't he? <laughs> well, as I was saying that stuff to Brank, could I have been like walking towards Clayton and been like making it obvious I'm on his side and like yelling at Brank? But like, I, I just want to kind of inch towards him until like I kind of maybe change my mind um all right you can inch towards him if you want he wants to pretend to side to stand next to him like siding with him yeah exactly he's bluffing he's bluffing okay let's cut to outside again okay so back to outside with aniston and uh coup and you guys (sighs) are standing at the door that has cracks in it you've just yelled through the door uh when you put your eye up to the cracks you can see People right inside the door uh, wandering around. Uh, but there is a child that looks like he's about like a human 13-year-old. And he's looking through the cracks on the other side. Uh, and he looks really interested in uh, in what is going on outside and where that voice came from. Uh, I try and grab his attention immediately and just, Get! 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 Uh, and the, kid, the kid's like, first of all, ow. Because uh, <laughs> his head was really close to that gate, oh, and yeah. second of all, uh, he's still screaming. The yep. kid then was like, "What? What do you want out there? Uh, what do you think I want? Open the gate! No, you're bad men. I can't open the gate for you. God, I'm sick I- of this, and I just <laughs> punch the door. With that sounds hand. like your character. With your hand. With my hand. 
It's all I have. I'm naked. <laughs> Alright. He's got a sword on his back. Yeah, he's still got that. I got a ten. So that does not do anything to the door, but it also does not damage your hand in any way. Yeah, because uh, I have super awesome ring on. <laughs> uh, Alright, uh, hey, uh, don't mind that, kid. Uh, but no, I'm not a bad guy. Because I'm not actively trying to break... Uh, no, he just tried to break in. Uh, I'm not a bad guy because I'm the last Dragonborn. I'm wanting you. I've been helping you out this whole time. I'm sure we met in the caravan at some point. Right? Mm, I don't remember you. Hmm. Uh, that makes two of us. Uh, I'm... Uh... I'm one of the, th- you know those three guys I went into the caves to try and, like, scout stuff out? I'm one of them. I'm a good guy. All right, I get really upset again. Uh-oh. And this time I try to break open the door, but I grab the back of Ku's head. No, why? And try to <laughs> smash his head into the door to break it. Um, hey, Anderson's gone full nut job. I'm not okay roll, with this. Roll a d20. I got oh, a no. seven. A seven. Uh, roll one more. Why? A 13. Okay, so... Can I resist the, the this? First, the first uh, thing was to roll to grab Ku's head, uh, and you failed at that. You Your hand basically just slipped off of his smooth, scaly head, and smooth. you went like to pull back and went to go follow through, and you wind up punching the wall, uh, which kind of gives a very dull echoey sound, but doesn't do anything noticeable. Gah! Koo, give me your head, let me try it again. I turn away from the door and be like, Hey, Aniston, you want to not be a fucking asshole for a second? Thanks. I wish Aniston knew the trick. Hey, Kuladman. Hey, how about you shut the fuck up? (laughs) I'm talking to this kid right now. Except it wouldn't work, because Koo would actually get hurt. Yeah, I'm sorry. Anderson's the immortal one. Why are you hitting me? I'm not there. I'm sorry. Continue. Uh, I'm trying to talk this kid into opening the door for me. Um, Diplomacy, baby. I'm not good at diplomacy. I got intimidation, but I don't want to scare the kid. Uh, I'll try diplomacy, though. Uh, Can I hold up? What do I got? Say, like, hey, kid, how about a thousand silver pieces? How about you open the door up for that? Sound good? Um, the kid kind of, you don't really see him anymore, but you do hear the smaller door is now opening. The one we came out of? Mm-hmm. I book it. I just bolt right to that door. All right. Come on, Aston! It doesn't take long. You get right there. And you're able to squeeze in under the door as it's still rising. Aniston, are you interested in going inside? Yeah, but I'm not going to tuck and roll to get in. You're going to wait till it's all the way up? Yeah. All right, so you wait until the door is all the way up, and it clicks into place where it's now all the way up. I walk in. All right, so you walk in, and you're kind of like in in an airlock type of situation where, you know, there's another door, and the door that you came into now is closing again. And... Uh, the door that's leading into the caves, into the mines, is now opening. So you guys wait for that to open, and then um, wander into the mines again. Do I? Uh, I guess I won't really like, talk to him. But like, do I know if the kid opened it was already opening the door, or did he open it after I offered him the money? Uh, when you get in, you realize it wasn't the kid that opened the door. Oh, okay. He I was gonna say ignored. He ignored your offer of money. Okay, because I wasn't going to give it to him anyway, because he just fucking sold out his whole He just thought group. you were lying. He just thought you were okay. lying. But the person Sprint. that opened the door was one of the uh, one of the people in the village. It was the uh, the lady whose boy you saved from the uh, from the waterfall. Ha <laughs> ha! Karma. It pays off. Oh. Like, what were you doing out there? I was rescuing my friend here. This... Giant tall Nick. Oh, man, we should have gotten close for you. Oh, um, dear. And everybody is kind of staring at him. Yeah. Uh, there's a buddy of mine. He's practically immortal and will help us greatly against the Empire. So you now see what's happening at the table far away over there. Um, 
Yeah, and you're inside. Hey, uh, what's going on here? What's happening? So do you want to go up to, uh, up to the table? Yeah, try and meet up with everyone, see what's, what I missed. So it's right at that point where, uh, basically you have a choice, uh, um, uh, to choose between, um, to choose between kind of helping, uh, Clagan or helping Brank and Samael. Samael's well, rough, though. He's bleeding on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, how close did I get to Clagan? Cause now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to just pretend I'm on his side. Uh, okay. So you walked up to him, but as soon as you got close to him, he was kind of like, seemed like he was waiting for you to say something. Yeah. I, I then if I get that vibe from him, I'm going to like whisper to him, like, do you want me to tie up Samael? Uh, to make it even seem like I'm more on his side. Yes, tie him up, <laughs> tie him up. Can I say right. something to Clagan? Yeah, I'm gonna use a diplomacy check on Clagan. Okay. Yeah, fucking whip that out. You got like 19. It's a plus. It's a plus nine. It's a plus okay. nine to Do diplomacy it. checks. Um, nat twenty. Oh. <laughs> So that's a 29 diplomacy. I'm okay. like, listen, I'm willing to do, I want to do the right thing, but it's not right for us to kill innocent people. We need to do this smart. It's not us. We're not smart. Yeah. You're right. You don't want to do it the way I want to do it. <laughs> so he's kind of yeah, you won the diplomacy hard. But now you, he kind of knows that you're on a different side. Played your hand. <sighs> okay, I'm, I want to now, like, pretend to talk to Samael. Not pretend, but, like, pretend to tie him up, not actually tie him up at all. See if he's even alive. I think he said to us, we're not sure if he's alive. So, yeah, you go and, uh... Take a look at Samael, and he is—he's kind of half-half-half-assedly tied up right now, uh, but he's also unconscious, and it looks like he's lost a lot of blood. All right, Do, am I able to like catch up on what's happening here? Like what's gone down since I've been out? I know who's on what side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They catch you up with that. Okay. And meanwhile, I just walk up to Laren, and I'm like, Laren, compatriot, good yeah, to oh, see you! Oh, I, yeah, Anderson's here. And I embrace him hard. I, I embrace him back. Too hard. And I say, it's been so long, I'm so glad you're here right now in this crucial moment. Um, <laughs> the thing is, though, I don't think we could trust this Clagan guy. And then I attack him. Oh, my God. Okay. You're attacking subtle like a, all right. Well, subtle not, like a I, truck on thing, fire. Not like actual attack. I want to try to tackle him to the ground. And now that Aniston's <laughs> on my side and he knows that this is the guy we got to like tie up, let's take him down. Because like we can't trust him. I think he's going to be a problem. I pull my sword and I hold it to Clagan's throat. <laughs> uh, all right. Do Hold a, on. Uh, let's do a, uh, uh, give, me a give me a D20 for, uh, for Aniston. Nine. Nine. Uh, you're able to do it. Uh, you pull that sword out and hold it against Clagan's throat in one swift motion. And he looks like, whoa, shit, like he's been caught. And am I gotcha. able to, like, get behind him and grab his arms to, like, just be like, you're not going anywhere? Yeah, you basically do that. Let's let's give a roll to see how efficient that is, though. Okay. Crit fail! No! <laughs> Perfect timing. Crit fail at the worst possible time. That's pretty much the only reason I had you do that. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Because you knew it was going to fucking work that way. Yeah. It's so unfair, this campaign. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be a Laren accidentally bumps into him and it slices his throat on my seat? Yeah, basically, <laughs> that's what I'm picturing. Well, we have we have some options. Actually, roll a D100. Oh, oh no. No. D100s are my least favorite rolls. <laughs> That's okay. when you know shit's going down. Like. 
anything can happen in any group of numbers. All right, so I got uh eight and a two. That so, is eighty-two. Yep. So <laughs> okay. Right so around. uh, well, let's oh see no. Um. <laughs> oh no. You do uh, slip, and let's get an idea of what direction you go uh, by rolling a uh, d20. 19. Don't know if that's good or not. <laughs> uh, you do uh, slip right <laughs> towards him, and uh, I think that that sword is going to damage him quite a bit. Let's see. <laughs> It's a neck wound. Yeah, that's not great. No, it's not. Ah, <laughs> uh, what's the worst that'll happen? Uh, you behead him. I mean, hey, that's one problem solved. He is not beheaded, but he is sliced through the throat uh, to the point <laughs> where he's grabbing at his neck and trying to staunch the bleeding, but it is not working. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, <laughs> is bleeding out on his knees in front of you right now. Uh, fuck. Uh, are my arms... St- is he still managing to keep this magic up on my arms? Uh, it looks like it's kind of self-sufficient, like it's an item that's doing it. Yeah, oh, fuck. It, do I notice anything equipped to me, like, weird? Uh, what do you mean, equipped? Like, like uh, something that would be... Yeah, like, did he attach something to me? Yeah, your wrists are attached to it, your elbows are attached to it, your shoulders are attached to it. But, like, like can you... I mean, do I see a physical item that it's coming from? Can I do an arcana check? Uh, it is a, like, skeleton of ropes and, uh, different pieces of, like, metal and wood and stuff. And it's definitely, it's definitely, uh, magical. Huh. Can I still examine it to see, like, a place where I can, like, release it? Or where someone can release it? Yeah, go ahead. You can try to do a perception check for that. Let's just do a perception check. Can be honest with you, AJ. You're not really the priority right now. No, but I have. I can heal him a little bit <laughs> and keep him from bleeding out. I mean, I think we can all heal a little bit. I have the the thing. I have the chest piece. Yeah, he oh, has right. that cloth the healer's armor. chest piece. Cloth armor of the healer. The, the first aid kit. Uh, that's an nineteen total. So you get. You get the idea that this might be above your understanding. Damn. Oh. I'm going to run it's over to Clagan. unfamiliar. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to run over to Clagan and try to keep his neck from vomiting more blood. Uh, um, so you want to try to heal him? Uh, Brank yeah, I got- is already Brank is kind of on top of this, too. Okay. Yeah, I'm apologizing to everyone, including <laughs> Aniston. I'm like, I didn't mean to bump your sword. Go in the corner, Laren. Why are we apologizing? We have vanquished an enemy. Yeah, good point. Thank you for your help. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm like, can uh, someone, uh, Aniston, can you try to get this off of me? No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, fair enough. I'm just going to go over to Brank and see, like, Brank, do you got this? I got a potion of minor, uh, light healing or what is it exactly uh light cure light wounds I'm uh, like, yeah. that just, like, hold it up. so brank is like really you have a potion hand it over yeah i give him it just to like stabilize uh clagan so he takes it and he pours some into clagan's mouth and yes the wound does stabilize and he is kind of unconscious though because he was hurt very badly from that yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing that the most damage someone does is when we're trying to tie him up. <laughs> probably um, tie him up now, though he's unconscious. That's what I figure. We stabilize him, then tie him up, as opposed to just letting him bleed out and lo- losing a potential source. I'm gonna of blame it on my my crutches. I Don't feel be like, mad. I feel it's like you're stubby foot. Yeah. So All right, Samuel's uh, out. Clagan is I, out. Brank is pretty fucked up looking. I do not understand why we are saving the lives of the man I just tried to kill. It's actually apparently he's uh, sort of okay, but he was gonna. We need to tie him up, though. We need this fool alive. 
I'm not sure why these guys want him alive, but I think he's probably gonna be a problem in the future. Yes, God forbid we don't murder Hobo, everyone we've ever encountered. All right, I will yield to your judgment. However, I think I should wear his head as a hat. You mm. might be able to in the future. All right. Uh, I won't promise anything, but yeah, we'll keep that in mind. Um, we all know, know Ku loves to take our allies' skulls. I mean, you've all been telling Supposed me to get to some clothes, and now I want to add a hat, and you're not letting me. No, I think it's great. T- technically, his skull isn't cloth. That's not considered clothing. I pull my sword on Ku. Okay. And say, <laughs> you really want to go down that road, buddy? I try and stabilize it right into my thro- like right at my throat and be like, hey, you know what? Fucking do it. Let's just go. I'm done. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm fucking tired of this no. place. <laughs> it's a fashion thing. You'll understand later, Coop. So, all right. Now that uh, Clagan's stabilized, Brank, you got that. I'm guessing you're so, covering yeah, him. Brank is like you, fucking idiots. Yeah, you're you're fucking idiots. I can't believe what you've done. Samuel and I found Clagan, and he had taken some time to create this intricate, magical contraption around your friend here. Um, unfortunately, it was invisible for most of the time when it was set up. Uh, he, it took us uh, seeing him do some more things to the map while... Uh, while your friend here was supposedly asleep, but somehow the map was changing, even though he wasn't uh, moving or had his eyes open in any way. So, I know that every time your friend uses this, it takes years off of his life. And the power of this thing is ungodly. And if there's anything we can do to help defeat uh, the Empire. That would be great, but we don't want a genocide. And he looks down at looks down at Clagan like, you know, like he's an idiot for wanting a genocide, but Clagan's out cold. Samuel's also out cold. Uh, now, the only problem with this device is that it could very easily kill your friend here. Meh. If we try to take it off the wrong way, we will be looking at a a sort of feedback loop that will be created, the sound of which will be louder than the loudest rock show you've ever seen. And you know what I mean by rock shows. People trying to sell rocks to each other. Oh, it's really loud. loud. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Lines up. (laughs) I think what we really need to do is just go wipe out this king specifically. We don't have to kill his whole kingdom of people. Maybe they'll come around and see that magic's not bad. And I don't know. uh, Then we got to destroy the book because none of us are fucking responsible enough for it. Hey, we just wiped out your entire way of life in one swift motion with this thing called magic. Why don't you try it? Yeah, and then we're going to destroy the source because it's too fucking dangerous. Um, I don't think that's a great idea. <laughs> so Brank is like, you'll not be destroying my ancestor's book. I'll be taking possession of that once we figure out how to remove your friend here from the inner circle of, uh, of this book. All right, let's... First off, let's try and get Donnie out of this uh, thingamajig. And he said, all right, was the feedback loop caused if we try and take, try and separate Donnie from the book or from this machine? If you try separating your friend from the machine, you could destroy him. And okay. not just his body, but his entire soul. Everything about him. This is very powerful ancient magic. How the fuck did Ding Dong use it then? He has a lot of artifacts that were discovered in these mines and in other places. He's somewhat of a collector, and Brink spits on the ground. 
can I do a perception check to see if there's anything like a tool of his that he had nearby? Or actually, let's actually just search his body first and then maybe look around. So, um, whoever's searching the body, give me a roll. Okay. Hey, aren't you glad he didn't murder him now? Yep, and that is a fucking 25. 25. Uh... So you don't find anything. Damn. This entire contraption was invisible until, uh, you know, until Brank and uh, Samael were able to make it visible. It was like as if there was nothing attached to him, but his body was just moving and doing this stuff, remember? Yeah. So shit. Who knows how this thing is set up. Hmm. But uh, Clagan is out. But Brank is like, look, I'm sorry I didn't let you outside. But you came back in, obviously, unscathed, so what's it like out there? Uh, first off, thanks for reminding. Um, you're a dick. Uh, there's no army. There's nothing. Like, there's, like, a handful of guys that are gravely wounded and probably won't make it through the next few hours. Now, how do so, you know that's not a trick? You're welcome. Uh, yeah, me and Anderson were just stomping around. We went through the castle that just materialized out of thin air. If it was a trick, I feel like we would have sprung it when we were out there. I, I literally and can't who, investigate who more than this that. this naked gentleman? Uh, he's a buddy from ours from a different... Remember how we were from, like, a different time? Because I'm a dragonborn and they don't exist here anymore? He's, uh, from that time. He's... Pretty of much where immortal. I am a ruler. Show some respect, Shomar. I like think you are you the in king? the halls of my fathers and my grandfathers and my great grandfathers. You show some respect to me. And he spits Shomar some respect. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I was <waiting> for that. <laughs> Aniston, he spits right at your feet in a very disrespectful move. Sword is drawn at his throat. <laughs> Remember the last time this happened? It won't end well. And Brank is like, you put your sword down right now. The fate of this He's... entire planet relies on it. I will <laughs> do nothing of the sort until I get an apology. Then you're going to have to slice me down. <sighs> uh, this guy, he's been with us for so long. I've seen Brank oh. die so many times. No. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them by my hands. But um, this is the real Brank. Is it? Do we know that? Yes, I do feel that way. Um, I try and like, I try and get close to Brank and like cut my hand and try and like whisper to him. I'm like, this guy's kind of immortal. You don't really want to piss him off because there's literally nothing you can do to hurt him. I diplomacy. Can I diplomacy check on a? On Aniston to calm him down. Um. Yeah. Basically, do a b- diplomacy check on the situation. Yeah. Deescalate it. Uh, okay. Eleven. Oh wow! Nice. That was a two that you rolled, right? So I get. A, I have a plus nine. Two, but you have the plus nine. Yeah. So it's an eleven. Uh, I'm gonna leave it up to Aniston. <laughs> oh wait well and you have a like i don't know we go back i think laren might connect with you a little more he says we don't want to kill him but also prank step down this guy's this guy's gonna kill you if you don't i think you should have say you're sorry and we'll move on i am not saying sorry this is the most fathers okay well yeah this is his hallways so we're all on the same team here let's move forward Let's go outside, and then you can apologize. <laughs> I will not apologize to the likes of you. Can I stand? No, you're still in the machine. Yeah, you're in the machine. It's it's a whole body machine. I thought it was just my shoulders and arms. Well, no, no it's, it's like a chair. It is, right? but it's attached to the chair as well. God damn it. Yeah, you're in there for a while there. Um, Alright. How about... Uh, I I never know how to deal with Brank because I just fucking hate him so much. Uh, um, all right, uh, all right, compatriots, Laren, we have fought battles. 
We have been wounded in war together. We saved my city together. Right. Do you want me to lower my sword? I'm gonna say yes, because we also, in the same way that we've had crazy adventures, we also had crazy adventures with this Brank fellow, and we don't want him to die, but, I mean, he has pissed us off a lot recently, so I understand why it's escalated this much. I will lower my sword this one time, and if he does anything in the future... I will not, I will raise my sword again, and I will not hesitate. You saw what happened in the basement of Sparkle. Yeah, I think this guy could make a nice backpack to match your hat, but that that's just in the future, we'll see. One opportunity. Brank, this is your one chance. That works for us. I put my sword away. Brank immediately walks away. <laughs> just walk away, bro. Just walk away. Moody. Cool off. He He's just taking a taking a breath. He disappears into yeah. a like a side tunnel type of thing. Frank, please help me. <laughs> help, guys. Hey everyone, Doug here, or as you know me, Laryngitis. Thanks for tuning in to part one of our season finale, where our heroes are reunited with Aniston and discover corruption among their own leaders. Can they all work together to put an end to the evil empire and bring magic back to the land? Find out on part two of the season finale of Almost Better Than Dragons. I'd like to thank the hosts this week. It was Mike, AJ, Bren, myself, and of course, returning guest Kenny from the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast playing Aniston. Cover art was done by Ian McAfee. Theme music is composed and assembled by Josh Stitt. Distribution is powered by the fine podcasting software at pinecast.com. You can leave a tip. You can leave feedback. Just click a link in the episode description. And if you're not already subscribed, please do so on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you next time for the conclusion to this never-ending campaign. Thanks for sticking with us.